Hello, and welcome to By Association, the new podcast from the Illinois Soybean Association. I'm Rachel Peabody. And I'm Betsy Osman. And today we'll be talking to Blake Noland of Bird Dog Workforce Solutions. Blake has a heart for the trade school-bound high school kids that often go unnoticed and left behind. These are the kids who want to go straight to work, and Blake is passionate about creating those opportunities. Blake, I have a question for you this morning. What's going on with planting? Are you Have you been helping the family in the field? I have. I've been, uh, I'm kind of a weekend warrior and then evenings and I'm grabbing maybe one day, two days a week when I can. I think last week was kind of that, that big push that you feel where everyone's just fatigued from really trying to get as much done. It's just been, it's been a different scenario like every year. And we had a pretty sizable hail event on a lot of the fields that we had planted. And we're just fighting the, the crusted over concrete, trying to get beans popping through and hoping you're not wanting rain, but now you're wanting rain so that your beans can push through a little easier. And I, my brother looks slightly fatigued from just trying to keep everything up and going. I bet it hasn't been an easy planting season, I don't think. And how many acres do you guys have left? I think we kind of go in percentages. So I'd say if so we had a rain event last night, that if it did what it should for allowing the soybeans to pop out of the ground, or at least the ones that were crusted over after we ran the crust buster on them, I would say we're close to 80% done. But if we look at the stand counts and we see that the rain just didn't do enough in the pockets that we needed it to, we might be having to redo some stuff. And that might knock us back to like 60% done. So it's that odd, you get your plan together, you execute your plan and still mother nature ultimately determines how well it goes. All right. Okay. Well, now we'll skip to the part of your job that is a little bit more predictable. I've had the distinct pleasure of being able to watch you launch Bird Dog Workforce Solutions. Um, you know, we go way back from childhood and then college. And so it's been really fun to watch the evolution of this idea that you have. And it's so needed. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about uh, how that idea started and what you do with Bird Dog. Yeah. To kind of start out, what, what is Bird Dog? And then how did I get into it? Bird Dog, really, our mantra is we want to provide direction to the next generation of individuals that want to get into ag. And more importantly, the operations of equipment and really turning wrenches on the equipment. So the more the, the skilled individual that is a non-college bound, mechanically inclined individual. And what I, I don't really say that there's a connect the dots scenario on how I got into this. Uh, I'm probably the definition of the person I'm looking for. I didn't want to go to college. I had a desire to really work on the farm or turn a wrench on anything. And what I, I had problems finding those opportunities. And my parents told me that I had to get a bachelor's degree any way I, I looked at it. So I didn't really want to get a bachelor's degree. And I was trying to narrow down what does, what can you do that involves spinning a wrench that also has a bachelor's degree involved. And really the only thing you can get is the aviation mechanics. So I went into an aviation mechanics deal right out of high school and realized that my attention to detail isn't good enough to keep an airplane in the air and not feel like if it went down, it was my fault. So I went through, uh, after dropping out of that school, I went into the John Deere tech program. And what was odd to me in the whole experience is I had a great guidance counselor in high school, but he was also the theater teacher. and. I don't know if he even knew how to change his own oil on his car. So to ask that individual to guide me wasn't fair. And they didn't have a shop class. So I kind of had to 
forge this route on my own, narrowing down what mechanically inclined careers I wanted to get into. So that's really what pushed me to start Bird Dog was providing to parents and students a direct path from exiting high school into a training situation, whether on the job or in a classroom that would check the boxes of mechanically inclined, but also with a career growth potential. And that's four years ago. And I had, I was lucky enough prior to do some recruiting for Dow Chemicals Feaster Seeds brand. And it's a career I never thought I would have done, but I had a mentor through Brad Damry that said, hey, I think you'd be good at recruiting. And I didn't even know what recruiting was. So he gave me my start, a really good foot to kind of hop into doing it on my own. And that's kind of where we're at today. Like you talked a little bit about your your guidance counselor in high school that you kind of looked at and thought, you know, this is this is a really great person, but like, is this really the person I want to take direction from? Tell us a little bit about some of the other people who've influenced your career and your mission and what it is that you're looking to do, either either in ag or or outside of ag even. Yeah, I, I've been very blessed to have a lot of great people who have taken interest in me and my career. First, my parents let us, as in my brother and I and sister, kind of explore whatever areas we wanted to get into. And there really wasn't any bias one way or the other. So the, the main thing they said, you just had to get a bachelor's degree. Other than that, they didn't say what it had to be in or any area other than pursue your own interests. So starting out, my parents were really supportive. So was my grandparents. I had an uncle that uh, is still on the farm. He went through Spoon River's diesel tech program. And I can credit for a lot of my mechanical skills. He just took time in the evenings to show me how to weld, show me how to work on stuff, help me work on dirt bikes, dune buggies, anything and everything. And that really, I guess, where I got bit by the mechanical bug. And then from there, I've had uh, I've had some really good guys at the John Deere shop whenever I went through the John Deere tech program and some really good classmates that helped kind of guide what areas I enjoyed. Sloan Implement did an amazing job kind of building an internship that didn't exist for me of showing me everything from the wash bay through parts into sales and then obviously the mechanical side. So the whole team there at Sloan's have been amazing to work with. Ultimately, the recruitment side was through trying to sell seed myself to neighbors in my area and having uh, Brad Damery approach me and saying, hey, would you be interested in designing internship to help others learn how to sell seed while in college or after they graduate? And that was a huge, huge factor in helping me understand what that even means and then exposing me to how to even build internship programs and, and help individuals get started on their career path. Lake, what's really fun for me to think about is probably this time of year last year, I think it was spring and it was planting season. We were talking about, you know, there's this wealth of um, students just like you in Illinois in high school programs who want to kind of go to those more career ready paths. And we talked about how the soybean industry is ripe for careers where they can get some of that experience and where they can go to work. And so the uh, Behind the Bean video series that we've been working on through Bird Dog Workforce Solutions and the Soybean Checkoff um, was kind of the product of that. And we've had a lot of fun with that this year. Uh, let's go ahead and tell our listeners what we're doing with Behind the Bean. Yeah, Behind the Bean, for, for me, it's been a dream come true. So I enjoy the shock and awe factor of just doing something a little bit different, but making it educationally based so that when you walk away, you say, hey, this is entertaining. And I would like to either show a friend or show my my son or daughter. And so what the goal of it was to do exactly that. You've got a lot of people who are open to different career paths, but don't understand what actually goes on in that job. And if you can't see yourself doing it or someone who looks like yourself doing it, it's hard to think that's 
a tangible opportunity. In my opinion, I feel like the the FFA advisor is the hardest working individual in the school system. They're wrapped up in teaching, coaching, mentoring, putting together exercises, driving kids to anything and everything event-wise. And it's, it's kind of like saying you've got a... Uh, instructor that is also coaching basketball, football, track, and golf, and all the seasons are at the same time. And that's what the FFA advisors kind of uh, levied with. So I wanted to find a way that I could provide something short and easy that they could play at the beginning of their classroom that, you know, they're trying to get everybody settled down, get in their seats that would be aimed at the individual that doesn't want to go on to a university, but still wants to be able to remain in their community and build a really great life and make a great income. And that was the the basis behind it. And then once, once we jumped into it of what, what did that look like, we realized every single part of the soybean industry has an opportunity for someone to start with no training prior and work into a management position and just replicates all over. So the basis behind it is really show how great opportunities are in the soybean industry, and then show that you can start at 18 year old in a company and you can manage it sooner than you probably think you could going through a bachelor's degree program and then getting your internships and entry-level job, you can be at the same level. That's the concept. And it gives me an opportunity to use a flamethrower and have crop dusters buzz over me wearing a soybean suit. So to me, that's the big win. Blake, I have to imagine that you feel personally invested in just about every kid that you come across um, in your line of work. What is the absolute best part of working with kids that age? And what is the biggest challenge? Uh, The biggest challenge is letting them know we can't do an interview via text and the uh, just some of the basic social cues that not having the internet growing up provided you. uh, That's probably the biggest challenge. I don't think the narrative of no one wants to work, the next generation doesn't have a good work ethic. I don't think that's true. I think what has happened is we've made a big effort to make everything more convenient, less manual labor oriented. And then we expect someone who hasn't had to do a lot of those things to immediately gravitate to knowing how to do it. It's not a fair push on that next generation. What we need is to give them a tangible experience as they're moving through high school that exposes them to don't stick your foot where the blade's spinning on the mower or don't grab the PTO when it's spinning. Those are all things that were taught at an early age to someone on the farm, but someone not on the farm doesn't get that experience. So giving them that experience is key. The biggest win for me is really just seeing someone trial an internship and at the end of the internship say, you know what? I didn't like this because of these three things and being able to say, okay, well, let's find something that you did enjoy. And just knowing that they're narrowing down their career path and not getting into a job hating it, and then feeling stuck or not sure where to go next. So that's that's ultimately my favorite thing. And I do, I do get pretty heavily invested into everyone I work with just because I just love seeing people succeed. And I, I get my enjoyment out of hearing someone say, I never knew I could have done this. And I enjoyed learning about whatever it might be. I think that's what strikes me too about your work, Blake, is you're so invested in the success of the students that you're working for and recruiting for, um, and just making sure that, you know, hey, these opportunities are available. And if you don't like this one, there's probably something else, you know, and I think that that's been a really cool component of your business. So I'm curious, you know, as much as you pour into other people, what do you think is the best investment you've ever made in you? That's a good question. Probably getting married to my wife. That was the best investment into me. That lady has done more for me staying organized and supporting my crazy thought processes than I think anyone probably should ever do it just blindly. Uh, just explaining to her, hey, I'd, you know, I'd like to start 
my own business, helping 18 year old to 25 year olds find career paths. And uh, by the way, I'm thinking about putting on a costume that makes me look like a soybean. And I think that should help. And her ability to just say, okay, well, let's see where this goes, baffles me daily. Blake, what's next for you? What's next for Bird Dog? And what are you hoping is, is in the, the future, either immediately or sort of long-term? Uh, man, I've got a I've got a lot of things that I'd love to see happen in the next uh, year to three years. One thing that I've really been struggling with trying to figure out how to come together is a, I want to call them micro internships or uh, work experiences where you've got someone at 17, 18, 19 that during their summer can get three short internships that are across the agriculture industry. So the idea would be, hey, I want to be in agriculture. I don't know what I want to do in it. I'm not really prepared to choose a major if I want to go on to school. So how can you provide a one month experience at an ag retailer? And then in July, a one month experience on a farm. And then in August, they'll finish out their summer with a one month internship at a grain facility or somewhere that is kind of along the same lines with the idea that you've now had a short burst of where you can go to help you narrow down what you really enjoy. So that's one thing I really would love to see. And with that, I would love to see some sort of one month or a week-long operator training where you're a high schooler can come in and get in the seat and operate equipment. Uh, it sounds strange to say, but if, if you ever operate equipment, some pieces of equipment come more natural to others. Uh, and just getting that knowledge is, is so valuable. You might, if you realize, hey, I'm really good in a skid steer or I liked operating a excavator or I like going fast and spraying and my depth perception is good at 26 mile an hour. I enjoy that. So you don't know that though, till you experience it. And I want to be able to put kids in the seats to show them how fun it is to operate equipment. And in two years, three years, five years, or if you love it, you can make a career out of it. But either way, it's an amazing starting spot to get into an industry that really replicates all the way across the U.S. Uh, and ultimately, if you want to move to South America, man, you could be in Brazil spraying. So it's just a, a skill set and a career path that is not limited in any stretch. So for me, I want to see uh, micro internships of companies that are willing to let somebody come in for a month and just experience their their culture. And then I'd like to you know get a kid and show them what the difference between an IVT transmission and a power shift transmission are inside a tractor, and just get them in the seats. Like I think you know, as you're talking and kind of explaining these roles, we've probably all got somebody in mind that we think would be perfect for a program like yours, you know, if we've got a listener, you know, who has somebody in mind, how can people contact you? How can they make that connection with Bird Dog? Yeah. So we, we've got a website that is uh, birddogcareers with an S.com. And we've got the videos that you've been, uh, you've been helping us put together on there. And then we've got a, a great place that you can just reach directly out to us. Uh, my, all my contact information is on there as well. My email address is my first name, Blake. So B-L-A-K-E at birddog.career. And then here, hopefully before the school year starts in August, we're putting together pamphlets and descriptions and little e-courses on how to trial and see what the different career paths are. So if you're a parent and you've got a student that says, I hate school, uh, we'd like to be able to put something in your hand and a video in front of you that says, here are the options that your student can find locally to get some experience. So that's, uh, that's something we've been working on, I guess, to get a better steps on how to go through this and how to get into this. Peanut butter. Are you team chunky 
or Team Smooth? Oh, I'm smooth. I'm a smooth operator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at you at all. And um, this is one I can't wait to ask you because I know your personality. What's the last thing that made you laugh? The, the last thing that made me laugh? Yep. Uh, like today or just? Just the last, last time you laughed. Oh, man. I, so I, I laugh to myself on a regular basis. Um, so I'm trying to think what, what was the last thing I was thinking about that made me laugh. Uh, this morning, I have a, a pond at my house and I've been laughing. I guess I've been told my story, myself this story twice this morning and giggled. My middle daughter uh, woke up, ran down uh, the hallway and said, hey, while you were in the field yesterday, we found a turtle and released it in the pond. And I go, oh, great. It's like, let's go down and see how it's doing. So I always like to know what they name things. So I asked her, well, what'd you name your, what'd you name the turtle? And with a straight face, she said, Shelly. I go, Shelly? It's like, yeah, it's got a shell. It's Shelly. So I've been giggling to myself about Shelly the, the turtle, just because I thought that was like a spot on name that I would never came up with. <laughs> and I'm curious too, what current fact about your life do you think would most impress five-year-old Blake Nolan? Oh man. Um, I'm living exactly what I would have wished at five years old would look like. I think every fact would probably blow that kid's mind. The fact that I got to ride a dirt bike underneath a sprayer would blow that kid's mind. And he would say, did you ask your mom? And I would say, absolutely not, because she would not let us do that. No, I love it. And um, I think what's been such a pleasure for me is being able to see uh, the true Blake Nolan and just all that you are and um, your great personality and your great networker and how great you are just working with kids in particular and now seeing you, like you said, apply that in such a passionate way to Illinois agriculture. And I just think that's been really cool. And Blake, it's such a pleasure doing Behind the Bean with you. Well, thank you. I appreciate you guys, your support and then allowing me to be on this podcast. I think the main thing students need to hear is the, uh, the, the pure fact that if you have something that you want to do, you just need to start getting into the different areas that will build that skill. And ultimately you can, you can do anything. It's amazing how things can come together. You just have to kind of put that idea out there and start working at it. I just want to thank you again, Blake, for joining us today. I so appreciate what you're doing, not just for agriculture, but also for our next generation of young people and helping them discover their own way to their own passions and what, what excites them most and pointing them in a career that ultimately is just going to set them up for success and excitement and, and a rewarding future. So thank you so much, Blake, for sharing your story with us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I like anything soybean. So anytime I can get in with the soy experience, I'm ready. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of By Association. Thank you again to our guest, Blake Nolan. Please follow along on the Illinois Soybean Association social media pages to stay up to date on everything we're doing to support the 43,000 soybean farmers we have in Illinois. We'll see you next time. <music>